0: Hello, everybody! Welcome to Arsenal X here on Nurse Gone Rogue Radio and Nurse Gone Rogue on YouTube. Hello, everybody! As always, we throw up the X. (laughs) Yes, because we are about to throw down. I am your host Eddie V. Joining me, (laughs) joining me, and once again, every time I do this, it's the wrong thing. I know.
1: (laughs) this, so okay. just point both directions.
0: <laughs> Jesse's me, over there. So if I do this, I'm pointing at Jesse, or am I pointing yeah. at you? Yeah, no, you're pointing at Jesse. At Jesse, yeah. Okay, I'm wise, Wisconsinite, Mr. Jesse Douglas. How's it going? <laughs> yes, and also our boss man from the NGR Radio Headquarters, Mr. Corey Derrick. I'm so hyped for Sea of Thieves. It's not even funny. <laughs> 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 I, <laughs> hope P- I don't have a hat that looks like this. Oh wow! No, uh, I think. Uh, are you? Or- did are you ordering one, uh, Jesse? The mug that you posted. I
1: I probably will end up getting one.
0: Okay, I haven't
1: I... yet, but I do. I want to get one though. Can I've we... been wanting to get one of those kind. Uh, anyways. But then I seen that Sea of Thieves one, and I'm like, oh, no, I want to get this one. Can we please do a live
2: podcast recording from the bow of the ship when we get that game?
0: Yes, we could do it for (laughs) AX. Yes. um, Do an AX episode for me. Um, So, everybody. First of all, thank you guys for watching our Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles uh, commentary. That was so much fun. I hope you guys in- really enjoyed it. I've been watching it about three or four times because I love our banter and us just having fun. I, there was one part where we all just busted out laughing. and I was I, just like, oh, this is so fun.
2: I just want the listeners to know how dedicated I was to that episode that I spent $3 on Amazon on those two songs. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so you're welcome. <laughs> And cost cost NGR a copyright strike, so double welcome. <laughs> wow!
0: <laughs> but the video still looks for you guys to watch. Yeah, it is. It's, still, it's great. Yes. So, um, we're gonna get into what's been in our arsenal. I'm actually going to start, uh, and I'm going to just give a quick rundown. It's not. We're. I'm not going to try to make this a long show today, everybody. Um, because it's been a long weekend. Uh, I've just been podcasting so much i I just been hustling And uh, I know that we had A certain conversation Jesse But we're going to actually save it For a brand New day We're going to save okay. it for another day Um so, but if you guys w- want to know what we kind of was talking about, go watch uh, Nintendo Power Block last episode where me and Corey talk about Metroids Online multiplayer, and you'll kind of get an idea where me and Jesse was going to, because that was a good conversation. That's why I was just like, you guys save it, we're talking about the Sunday, but things change. So, but uh, what's been in my arsenal for Switch has been Xenoblade Chronicles 2, Bayonetta 2, um, uh, not golf story yet. I know, uh, Jesse, you've been playing a lot of it. Um, I kind of need to catch up. I was just like, Jesse's way further than me. I haven't picked it up in a while. Um, Blaster Master Zero. Um, for PS4, I've been playing Yakuza Zero. Um, finished Iconoclast and really enjoyed that game. And then for Xbox One, um, been playing Master Hunter World and Doom. And Doom's been kicking my tail, but I've been enjoying it. Like I've been putting work. To that game. Um, and it's kind of weird. Uh, I'm doing a lot of the wrong trials where like when you do it, you get the special uh power ups like, or kind of benefits, I should say, that can help you do out the quest. And one of them was just like, you gotta kill this hell demon with uh three glory kills from above. Well, uh the way that it is is that you only get 30 seconds. So I'm like, okay. Uh, and the one that you're killing. Uh, He kind of jumps around and follows you, and you kind of got to get him down, like kneeling by the stairs or something, so you can jump off. And do a attack button to like glory kill him but instead of you looking like you about to stump him or jump on him do anything It looks like when you jump on him you just run up to him and grab his head and snap it off like you snap his head and then that's it That's a glory kill. And I'm just like what the heck is up if it's me doing a jump part I could have just did this from behind It just killed him like but uh, it took me like maybe twenty five minutes to do that thing. <laughs> like I had to take a break. It didn't like okay, I'm gonna do that. Uh, but that's what's been in my arsenal. Just, just those games. Um, Jesse, what's been in your arsenal?
1: Yeah, I've been playing like mostly like on my Switch, playing Golf Story. i like on the I, like just basically just starting the third course, the you know the third area and and. um I, like, I love that game. Like, there's, I love that they, like, kind of incorporated all the styles of golf that there are. Like, you can play mini golf, you can play, right, you know, the regular golf, you can play disc golf. Like, they have a whole disc golf course that you can play and stuff. And, like, and what I like is they kind of change it up and they make you play, like, like, in the first, in the first, uh, course, the mini golf i don't think you technically have to play it um it's like there's these buttons hidden around the map and if you hit them all then it lights up all the lights at this place and then it opens the doors and then you can go play mini golf and then i think you get a you can buy a special um putter or something in there i think or something like that I forget what it was because like each you know area has got its own pro shop and you can usually buy something in them and yeah, yeah I think they do have a really good putter in there but I think it's like a thousand dollars or something really insane like it costs a lot of money so I haven't bought it yet but but yeah so there I just and then like like the part I was at I had to play I had to play disc golf and <clears throat> beat the course in order to For them to give me uh, a special um, disc, you know, disc golf disc that I needed to further the storyline. Because I was kind of, I was like kind of confused as what they were trying to get me to do, you know, to, to continue. And then I finally figured it out. That's what I needed to do. So yeah, I've been playing that a lot and, and I really enjoy that game. It's so much fun and just like the the neat little like in the one level you got like turtles that you can that are in the water that if you hit it in the, the, the certain circle area, like a turtle will pop its shell up and the ball will bounce off of its its shell and, and continue, you know, going forward towards the you know, wherever you're trying to hit the ball. Uh-huh. and stu- stuff like that so like they just got some really unique like things and in it that like that you kind of have to work either work around or use to your advantage and things like that and like for it being like basically uh an old school like 8-bit or whatever uh rpg the, the golf is still really fun and really good like they did such a good job on like putting gulf in that that setting it did a good job of that. But, um, so yeah, that I've been playing, um, let's see, I, I've been playing a lot of games, actually. Um, I played a couple of things on my 360, actually. I, the, like, every once in a while, I'll just be like, oh, you know what? I feel like playing some games on my 360. So I, because usually I just use that as, a, is like a Netflix box in, in our living room. <laughs> yeah but but uh I played some battlefield uh 19 was it 1943 or whatever it is yeah it's the arcade one where you basically there's three three people you pick from and or whatever and then you know it's fairly basic but you know they're like good sized maps that are all island style maps and you can get tanks and jeeps and all that stuff and you basically just gotta capture the spots things like that the, that game I, I've put so many hours into that game I just love it even though it's so basic it like I, I kind of wish they would they would remaster it and bring it to switch because that that would be such a good game on switch like because it, it's so basic at one you would not need to worry about graphics or any of that and and like honestly I don't think the online play would be that taxing for it yeah so i think it would be something that would work really well on there just as like a kind of like a little thing or even if they made like a newer version of it you know like just like if they made a newer version just for the switch or something like that but i played that i played crisis 3 on my 360 as well because i just really like that game and like to go back to that every once in a while and kind of bum that we probably will never see another one because you know they they are kind of no more so <clears> um,
0: still around
1: well are they are, mm-hmm. are they like I, so I thought they had kind of broken up and like the they weren't really going to be doing much of anything anymore they've but. been
0: doing like some vr games because uh they're they're they took a they took one indie company to uh court they're taking them to court about i think not Starbreeze. uh okay but one game that that was a Kickstarter game that they're, they're taking them to court so but they're still around Crytek is still around
1: okay, all right, and then um let's see what else I played played a couple of games on my Xbox one um can't remember what right now, but except for how I was play I played like a good almost two hours of sea of thieves last night because they they released the the beta again um so people can play the beta again and it looks like they may have updated like they've changed they've changed it quite a bit like now now they've got it like it's basically it seems like kind of how it's gonna be when when the full game comes out
0: because well, they uh they did it because they try to stress test it to see how oh, okay. it does with that many players but okay um if you were able to play the beta you're the only ones that could play it like people who never who don't he didn't play the first beta they can't play it so
1: oh okay okay yeah i was playing that and that that was a lot of fun um they like i like i kind of like the changes they made you know like you're gonna basically they are doing what i thought they were gonna end up doing Mm -hmm. there's one bummer you're no longer gonna get to have three weapons or whatever have all your weapons all at once like they did in the uh, the the original uh closed beta like it you it used to be that you had a sword a pistol and a sniper rifle, and then if you bought a shotgun, you'd also have a shotgun to to cycle through. Now, what they're gonna do is you can only have two weapons equipped at a time. And I think why they're doing that is they're kind of gonna they're kind of doing almost like their version of of like siege or or uh, Overwatch, where where you can have like this person, like if they're good at sniping or, you know, or any, like really any kind of, uh, um, first person shooter game where, mm-hmm. where if someone's better with a sniper, well then they can, you know, put their sniper on, you know, and, and whatever, in a sword or sniper and a pistol or, or, you know, or whatever they want to use. And then, so then be, people can kind of, uh, use what they, what they prefer to use and then not have to cycle through everything all the time. You know, and just have it right away that when you cycle to that gun, it's going to be what you want to use. And if you want to go back to your sword, that you know, it'll be there. So then, it's less stuff to cycle through if you're kind of in the middle of battling uh, skeletons and stuff. But they also then have, I think it was like six, six um, starter uh, like characters that kind of start out with just basic outfit. And then I went to the stores, and they had a whole bunch more things that you could buy for your characters as far as like outfits uh, they've got three or four different styles of each type of gun so yeah. like there's there's other pistols you can get there's um there's different kinds of sniper rifles, there's different kinds of shotguns or you know different kinds of swords. So like they, they've really like upped, you know, all the different kinds of things you can pick from now. So, and, and who knows, they'll probably have more in the full game, I'm guessing, but, but yeah, so that, uh, that was a lot of fun. I spent almost two hours playing that with (laughs) with some guys. We, I think we got like, by the time I was done, I think we got like eight, eight or eight or seven chests to turn in before we left. So yeah, so I got a couple, of, bought a couple of things before uh, getting offline and stuff. So, so yeah, I'm I'm definitely looking forward to that. It's a lot of fun, I man. And I'll tell you, like I, I said it before, and and I like I'll say it again. Every single person that I've played with online, for the most part, has been really cool about about you know everything and just not being a jerk or you know. Or, like, I was playing with some guys that were from England that had, like, a really strong English accent. Yeah. And, and uh, like, we were all just having so much fun and, like, helping each other out because a lot of those guys, the guys from England, um, weren't super knowledged on the game as, like, far as how you do things and all that. And so we were kind of talking that out as we're, you know, sailing to wherever we're going and stuff, so. So yeah, I'm I'm definitely can't wait until that game comes out. So much fun.
0: Yeah. All right. So. Uh. Well, Corey, uh, what's been in your arsenal?
2: Uh, mm, well, honestly, not 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 a whole lot Xbox wise. I've been trying to make my way through Celeste, and that game is getting frustratingly difficult for what I initially wanted out of that game. Mm -hmm. like i liked the first kind of two worlds where it's just kind of like okay you just dump jump and dash and that's those are your mechanics and the levels get progressively harder but then like i got through the hotel and that was that was pretty difficult they didn't really add anything new to that but now i'm in like the fourth world i want to say the wind world and it's just like the wind adds a mechanic and a level of Difficulty. That's just like this isn't what I wanted from this game, and it's just like I'm not. I'm not saying it's not uh, not like a great game or anything. I just like it took a direction where I didn't think it was going, and like now it's kind of at that point where I'm like, maybe I'll keep playing. Like I, can, it's at a point where I can only play like two or three screens at a time before I get super frustrated. <laughs> uh, but I'm still trying. I want to beat it because I think that game deserves. The time and stuff, you know, I I think, you know, finishing a game is the way you give the developers like, hey, your game was great. Not only like I gave you my money, but I spent like, you know, five to ten hours playing your game and it was great. So I am I am going to try to finish it um, because there's nothing really huge coming out until Sea of Thieves that I really want to dive into. Uh, But other than that, I've been I started Bayonetta. Uh, I got the collection for Switch of Bayonetta one and two. Decided to start with Bayonetta one. Uh, it's really good, man. I never really got very far in that game, and when it came to Wii U, I jumped right into two because it was like new and exciting, and I was like, oh, two. It's probably w- way more polished since Nintendo that, helped that, out with it. That, that's what I did. Like after I played that demo, I was just like, I gotta play two. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, I'm starting with one and. It's fun. Like one is really, really fun, and the pro controller really makes it a nice, easy way to play that game. Uh, so uh, that's kind of all I've been playing. Nothing really that's like new. New. I. I. It's it's been like a really busy past couple weeks for, <laughs> like you know I, I got a new job and uh, this is my last couple weeks at my old job and. Uh, some other things that are happening that I'll probably say something real soon <laughs> about that is just kept keeping me busy and, uh, you know, so I don't know. In the next couple of weeks, I'll have a lot more time, I think, to to myself to play and, and get some stuff done, but, yeah, you know, I... I did work my last weekend. Finally, though, so I'm very excited about that. It was a it was a long weekend. Like I got up and I went to work and I came home and it was so I was so tired because like you know, as of right now, I work in a restaurant and like Valentine's Day weekend is like one of the busiest weekends of the year. So (laughs) uh, I just kind of wanted to go home and cry every time when I came home.
0: (laughs) So. Valentine's Day and Ash Wednesday on
2: yeah. the same day. Yeah, Lent too, man. I for, like it's ooh, a lot of sadness going around. I was just like, <laughs> I just want to take a nap. <laughs> so like, I would drive, I would drive home, and I would literally take a shower, eat some food, and like, I was like laying in laying in bed at like 930, <laughs> 10 o'clock. <laughs> sometimes I was just like, ugh. So, uh, but. You know, this week is is going to be a pretty light week for me, work-wise. So, uh maybe I'll have some mm-hmm. more to talk about next week, hopefully. Uh, yeah. Sure, i probably be trying to crush some Bayonetta,
0: because, like, that game is real fun. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, I'll be trying to get this a lot of games with the work schedule that I got. So, yeah. Well, everybody, uh that's what been in our arsenal and we're going to get into our arsenal news Um, the first one that I want to bring up is that Rainbow Six is introducing Lion and Finca to the game and it's coming in March Um, it's part of their Operation uh, Chimera which is their first season uh, in Year 3 of Siege. Um, they had a Rainbow Six Invitational Tournament in Montreal, and so Ubisoft revealed two new operators heading to the door-kicking shooter as part of the Rainbow Six Siege on um, DLC. Um, the new operators further the game's concept of Global Skills, effects which, when activated, immediately cover the entire map, this is similar to last season's punky hacker Dokabee and her logic bomb attack, and that's for uh, Lion and Finca. Lion from France brings a flying drone to the fight, which will immediately scan the entire map and outline every player on the opposing team for your whole squad to see for a few scant seconds. The only way to avoid detection is to stay completely still until the drone finishes scanning. Not only is this skill effective in the early part of the round to locate hot areas, such as bomb sites it can also be used in conjunction with smoke grenades to give your guys and gals eyes in the dark Lion can launch this drone three times per round and it's a very powerful recon tool Uh, Russian operator Finca is a support character joining Doc as one of Siege's few healers um, at the press of a button, Finka administers a 20% health boost uh, to her entire team, overclocking team members who are already at full health. Activating the skill also provides any DBNO team members, giving them a chance to get their feet without exposing will-be rescuers to attack. Pop before uh, before an assault, Finka's skill sets the team up with a health advantage for any room clearing steps. Uh, standoff. Um, The new operators are part of a wave of new content currently lined up for Siege, including the run-and-gun action at the upcoming Outbreak event, which uh, will see a selection of the roster, including new kids, a line to think of, fight a hordes of grotesque creatures and uh, uh, apolictic new maps. So, uh, Operation Chimera uh, Chimera goes live on March 6th and so you guys would be able to check that out, uh, but we have more Rainbow Six news, and I'm going to head it over to Jesse to break it down for us.
1: Yeah, um, just one thing to add to like what you said. I'm I'm just glad that they're doing aliens instead of what everyone else is doing, just going with the uh, zombies. Mm-hmm. So that yeah, so that's one thing to to know too is that the outbreak thing is going to be zombie or be aliens it's not going to be zombies like everyone else seems to do so i was kind of glad that they're going to change that up a little bit and stuff but um yeah some some other changes that they're going to be doing as well because they they've always been really good at like listening to like what people want and stuff and And people, you know, were kind of upset with a couple of things that that they did. And so they made some changes. Um, First off, um, from now on, basically what what they're going to do is when you unlock someone um, and like, let's say you, you know, you get the submachine gun or whatever you want to use. It used to be that you had to spend in-game credits to unlock each attachment for those guns. So now basically what they're going to do is when you unlock the gun, um, those attachments will be available instantly. So you can kind of pick and choose what you want to put on it. So you don't need to spend in-game credits anymore for attachments, Mm -hmm. which will be kind of nice because a lot of these things, um, these changes they're going to make are going to be for people who are just starting out who, who don't really, you know, like just don't want to be overwhelmed and you know completely dominated by people who've been playing it forever and just don't have you know any kind of help because they you know have to unlock a bunch of stuff yeah so that that's one thing they're gonna do um they're making an interesting uh choice to um have have a a character ban Phase uh, of the game, uh, much like um, the game League of Legends, um, you're gonna have like they're gonna start it off only for um, for uh, uh, private games, like you know if you're just making a game for you and your friends to play. But they will eventually bring it into the full game mode, and so basically, what the, what you'll be able to do is each team will be able to vote on on an operator that they feel like they want to uh, block you from being able to use. So one attacker and one defender. If if people vote on it, uh, that per, that operator you won't be able to pick. So and I think it's it's okay that they did that only because. Now there's enough operators that can kind of somewhat do somewhat similar of the same thing, um, to, so that it's not like putting it, you at a, a major advantage. Like, you know, like there, like when you reinforce a wall, there's only two operators that can, uh, that can, you know, has something that can blast through a, uh, a wall like that. So let's say if they block, you know, one of them from being able to be picked, you'll still have someone else who can breach through a reinforced wall. So, like, the, you know, they just kind of it's a way to change it up, and, and I, I think they're going to maybe have it where maybe only certain uh, game types will have that option, but I think they mentioned something about both uh both styles of gaming uh games like the um ranked and social you know just the regular basic uh casual i mean um so yeah so that that will be something they'll do to kind of change it up so they you can kind of make it interesting and make it so a team can't pick a certain operator um they also um they're also going to be uh, redoing a lot of the the maps and tweaking them and making them look a little bit nicer and stuff. Mm-hmm. And um, they've got a couple like and then obviously the couple of new maps that they're going to do. Um, but yeah, I'm. I'm. They kind of had this uh, website that I got this from. It's kind of got a couple of pictures of things that they kind of wanna change and make look better. So they're basically they're gonna go back in and they're gonna like redo a bunch of the maps and kind of try to make them like a little bit better in some areas and try to you know just kind of try to. S- you know, make that, that stuff look nicer. And I believe some of the characters, they're going to be, um, changing up to make them look a little better and stuff as well. So, so those are kind of all things that are kind of be, that will be rolling out, I think with the, like with the next update, like within the next season. So I don't know if it's going to be right away. I think it's something that they're kind of just going to be working on, uh, you know, doing over, over time to, just kind of try to make the game, you know, look, look a little better than it is, which I mean, they don't have to do. I mean, it, it really is a, g- a good looking game, but, but yeah, they just want to, you know, I, uh, like, I have a lot of respect for them because they've, they really put a lot of work and effort and, uh, to really trying to keep the game up and, and, you know, make it fresh and new every season. And, and, you know, so I'm, As a as a big uh, Siege fan, I'm I'm looking forward to all these new changes they're making to to see what it looks like. So that's pretty much it.
2: I can't believe I can't believe that game is still going. And like, as soon, I mean, as soon as I start this new job, like I I'm gonna dive into Siege because like I really want like ever since you know Jesse got it for us for Christmas and like I can't thank him enough for doing that I just
0: been thank wanting you, to Jesse.
2: I've been wanting to dive into it and like I just haven't had the time and like even I I want to give it to the time it deserves you know I don't want to sit and play for like 15 minutes and be like okay I'll get to the next part tomorrow you know I want to give it like a couple hours gaming session uh, to like really dive in and, and figure it out. Cause like what I have played, I really liked, like I like how deliberate everything is and not so fast paced call of duty. Like, you know? Uh, yeah. So, but I, Oh, I, I... one,
1: oh, one other thing too, like the, the, and this will be nice for you, Corey and you, Eddie too. If you decide to pick it up like sometime soon and play it some more, they, I forgot they're they're also gonna make it where instead of only four operators you can unlock in the beginning, um, like when you're first starting off, like they're gonna make it so you can unlock uh, up to six, I think, right away, earlier in the beginning to make it you know easier for people like you guys who are you know like newer to it or whatever, so you can get a little bit more of you know of uh, um. know people to pick from to play i forgot about that too that i read so sorry
0: (laughs) no no that's the game that's good so well we're gonna move on uh to our next story um night die studios has put their remake of the sister shop game on hold um just to let everybody know that these stories are coming from Destructoid, so you can check them out there. Um, the team behind the upcoming Sister Shock remake is in a tough spot. After raising $1.35 million in funding from the game on Kickstarter back in 2016, Night Die Studios has now paused production. Um, This quote comes from Stephen Kick. He's the CEO of Night Dive Studios. He says, I have put the team on a hiatus while we assess our path so that we can return to our vision. Uh, We are taking a break, but not ending the project. And uh, they have a quote for him On how he explained it He said maybe we were too successful Maybe we lost our focus The vision began to change We moved from a remaster to a completely new game We shifted engines from Unity To Unreal A choice that we don't regret And one that has worked out for us With the Switch we began envisioning Doing more but straying from the core concept Of the original title Not the Switch from Nintendo But Switch that they changed um, As our concept grew And as our team changed, so did the scope of what we were doing and with that, the budget for the game. As the budget grew, we began a long series of conversations with potential publishing partners. The more that we worked on the game, the more that we wanted to do and the further we got from the original concepts that made Sister Shock so great. Um, ultimately the responsibility for the decision rests with me as the CEO and founder of night die studios, a company that was built on the restoration of the sister shock franchise. I let things get out of control. I can tell you that I did it for all the right reasons that I was totally committed to making a great game, but it has become clear to me that we took the wrong path that we turned our backs on the very people who made this possible. Our Kickstarter backers, um, Director of Business Development, Larry Cooper, bro. Cooperman told Polygon that Night Dive attempted pitching System Shock to publishers for extra funding, but those plans fell through. Cooperman also noted that while 15 or so contract workers will be taken off the project, there won't be layoffs for full-time staff. Um, at first glance, System Shock put on hiatus is not the sort of headline you want to read as a backer, but the alternative, having an overly ambitious game stretched too thin and an outright cancellation, has got to be worse. I do hope they feel Figure out a plan. I was really looking forward to this game. That's from the writer of this piece. Um, I've never played the original System Shock. So, uh, and I didn't put any money in for this game. Um, what do you guys think about it? Do you think this was a good idea for them?
2: Uh, I don't know. Like, I, I never played the original. So, like, I don't really know what to expect from this. But, like, I think if they set out to make a faithful remake with kind of modern sensibilities like mm-hmm. you know and the and in the article you know they said they strayed away from that and kind of were making a brand new game like maybe correcting the course this early in development was a good decision and I know a lot of developers especially in the shooter space prefer Unreal over Unity so that was probably a good change but like these are pr- like at, doing that now is good instead of like you know, a year from now, two years from now, when the game is, like, almost done and maybe not what people wanted, but at the same time, maybe this is something they should have thought about when they were, you know, funding the game. Uh, I don't know, but I mean, I think it's good. I think it's a good course correct now because, like, you want to... You want to you wanna give the fans what they want since they already gave you the money instead of, like, you know, changing things. It's like if someone... 10 years from now remade Bioshock but made it like a third person strategy game. It's like that's not what people wanted you know like (laughs) so I don't know I think it's good that they course corrected and they're like okay we need to remain faithful to what people wanted in the first place instead of expanding our vision for this game that people already love so but at the same time I don't know who's really asking for a System Shock remake like
1: I don't know yeah, I, I haven't played it either, so I don't really know a lot about it. But um, yeah, I guess it is you know just from uh, you know the just looking at it, you know, as a as a thing that's backed by Kickstarter or whatever. Like you, unfortunately, hear too many times where things just get canceled, even though people gave them money or whatever. And so I guess as long as they're true to you know trying to. Make it what they think the people want, and you know, and at least go through with it now at this point, and make you know, and actually finish it. You know, like I guess hopefully they at least do that because it's you know it sucks when when if you donated money and you're hoping to get some product and they just kind of cancel it. So, but yeah, <clears throat> like Corey said, it's probably better that at least that it's coming early. For these people that spent money on it, you know, that, they, that they're that they changing stuff and they're letting them know versus just kind of either waiting or, like, if they were to just completely change things and then never even say anything about it. And then these people get a product that, it, like, ends up not even being what they thought it was originally going to be. So, I like, this, to me, sounds like they must be doing something similar to, like, when they rebooted Prey. Because Mm -hmm. like I I still haven't played the new Prey. It looks it looks interesting enough. But I was just such a big fan of the original one and I just really liked what they did, you know, in the original one. And so I probably will play Prey eventually but but I I just kind of wish they would have did a remaster of the original.
0: You know, I but, just thought it. I just thought it was stupid of them to do that to Prey. It was just like, okay, you already got one game. Like, how are you gonna reboot a series that you didn't even give a sequel to? Like, yeah, I'm like that. W- that w-
1: yeah, yeah. I think the the major problem there was just calling it Prey. They shouldn't have called it Prey. They should have called it something else. Yeah, right. you I mean, know, came, and and
2: they did come out and say they didn't want to like they didn't call want to call it Prey. They, had the, they wanted to make this their own unique thing, their own unique yeah. vision. But the reason why they called it Prey is because Bethesda had that IP that was dormant and they didn't want to go through the process of trying to find a name for it, trying to figure out if it was taken oh. in some sort of... <laughs> and I was just like, okay, well, I mean, I guess that makes sense because like... No, a lot that's of that's lazy. <laughs> well, a lot of people... Oh, well, it's also cheaper for them not to do that, but like i mean a lot of people got prey when they got xbox 360s but like i mean jesse you're the first person i've ever heard say they like really liked the original prey enough to where like they wanted a direct sequel (laughs) like i i mean (laughs) like i i never played the original prey but and me neither but i don't know But they had they had video of and pictures of Prey two. Yeah, they showed it behind goats closed doors at E three one year. Yeah,
1: yeah. and well, was it was cool. just such it <laughs> was such an interesting concept, like what they did with it, where you like you did you when you died, you went into a spirit world and you had to take out these different spirits, and some of the spirits gave you uh, more health and some of them gave you more uh what was it like stamina or something like that or mm. or no some of them re- refilled your uh your spirit like meter cuz you had to like your bow or whatever that you shot to take out the spirits in the spirit world uh you needed you know there was a meter that that would de- deplete as you shot and so you needed to refill that so you could take out more souls to fill your life back up so when you Respawn to try to get as much life back as you could. So it, yeah, it was it was just a weird, you know, it was weird, but at the same time, it was unique, you know, kind of way of doing the whole dying thing, you know, without actually dying. Like well, making plus, you earn it back your
0: life I mean, back. Plus, I'm like your character is Native American, so yeah. it kind of, it kind of makes sense. Yeah. So. Well, we're going to get into our last story which everybody, you now can party chat on your smartphone. I don't know why. Um, according to Major Nelson, the official Xbox they app has been, been updated. On the
2: Switch players. <laughs>
0: yeah Uh, according to major nelson the official xbox app has been updated and now allows party chat straight through the app just hook up a mic or use the built-in one with your phone and you're good the app has been tested through various insider programs for a few months so it should be pretty sound at this point um it kind of made a little dig to Nintendo uh, I hope that when uh this uh the writer says I hope that when Nintendo updates its online infrastructure later this year it actually adds native chat on the Switch as it started backward with smartphone chat um so yeah uh I <clears throat> I guess yay I normally chat with you guys on Xbox to my headset
1: yeah I um it's kind of funny because you know now now the xbox proper app will have it um honestly i've had i've had the app um since before christmas you could get the uh you could download the it was just the beta Mm -hmm. the beta app it basically was almost the same exact app as the uh the xbox app for your phone but it was just called beta xbox beta and that's been that's been available for quite some time now so you you could do this for a long time now already like anyone could download that you didn't need to be in any kind of special program to do it it was just a, a standalone uh beta version of the xbox app um i used it just because it was kind of funny i was in in michigan in upper michigan you know like four four hours away from my my xbox Uh, and i could go on there and i was talking to my friend my friend pat through through the app on my phone you know like through my xbox because he was playing a game on xbox or whatever so i was talking with him while he was playing games on his xbox and uh just doing it from my phone i mean it's you know it's neat it's it's kind of like anything with your phone like you know there's there's a million useless apps for your phone but there's that one one time that something might be kind of fun and useful or whatever and you know so they, they can say that that option is there now that's basically it you know it's it, it is what it is it's interesting it's kind of neat but it's you know like does everyone need it no
0: yeah Corey has no words
2: (laughs) no I mean I just think it's a cool feature but like I don't know who's going to use it besides like I don't know I really don't know you know I mean like I guess it's cool that I don't have to have my Xbox on to jump in a party chat with you Ed like if I'm sitting there playing Bayonetta on Switch and you're playing I don't know one of the five million games you're trying to play right now. Like I don't Pretty have to. Much. Like I don't have to have my Xbox on anymore. You know, I can just plug my headphones into my my phone and be like, "Hey Ed, Xbox party chat, sweet."
1: Yeah, and see, and I think that's what they're aiming for. Is they're aiming for uh uh
0: reliable friends like anywhere. yeah.
1: Uh, have a reliable ch- uh like if you wanna if you're playing uh rocket league on on your switch and you want to talk to your friends that you're playing with on on xbox you can talk through the xbox chat instead of using whatever it is that nintendo has (laughs) you know (laughs) like because like i mean let's be honest like xbox has been doing chat for you know a long time now and they've kind of got it you know it's gonna i think just work a little bit better
0: but But they 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 have a strong online infrastructure they've been doing this for yeah three two and a half systems because i want to really count count x the regular xbox i don't think the regular original xbox had like this functionality and stuff on it no it
1: had chat but only in game i believe yeah i don't remember to be honest but you know, I think that's basically what it was for. <laughs> it was just people who are playing cross cross play. Mm-hmm. That was it. So.
0: Well, everybody, that's been it. That's uh, what's been in our arsenal, our arsenal news. <laughs> and we're going to get into the final section of this episode, which is for our arsenal exchange. Do you guys think that Xbox games could be? Play in an arcade, like have an arcade cabinet. And the reason why I asked this is that our good uh, wise Wisconsin, not Jesse, <laughs> <you like that. laughs> um, he was playing some games uh, at um, kind of a Dave and Buster's kind of, kind of setting, if you think about that. We're mini golf and everything. And Nintendo kind of has a lot of their IPs. Um, done in video game style like Luigi's Mansion Dark Moon uh or Luigi's Mansion I think um that's done like a first person uh house of the dead kind of game like a rail shooter and then of course they got their Mario Kart series uh, done by Bandai Namco so i ask you guys do you think something like Gears of War could be done as an arcade game uh, you know could uh, Halo be done as a contra 4 player contra game or beat them up like do you think Xbox One or Xbox games just in general their first party stuff could be turned into an arcade game
2: I thought like when I saw this when I saw this and when you emailed us the show notes I was like I think Ed's just insane I think he just fell on his head because he didn't sleep enough or something. He hasn't slept for 4 <laughs> days. But then I really like sat down to think about it and I was like Xbox has a lot of IP that could that could really translate well into an arcade style situation. And it's not not only like light gun games or anything, but like Killer Instinct is a fighting game. Fighting games are king in an arcade still, right? And then right. you have games like cuphead and battletoads that would be perfect for like quarter sucking side scrolling brawlers you know like it it could it could work like they have a lot of ip that could work they have uh you know perfect dark could be an on rails light gun game uh you know they they have ip that could totally work in that situation uh
0: I was thinking, I was thinking of Gears of War kind of being like they have their own cabinets and stuff. Dude, I, I have, it. I, I can...
1: have, I have an amazing one that I'm thinking of that I can't wait to talk about. That will like, just be awesome.
2: When you say, <laughs> when you keep saying Gears of War, I keep thinking of that awful Terminator one with the giant gun. Oh
0: yes, <laughs> that low budget game.
2: Uh, I, I was thinking about like. Halo if you did Halo as an arcade game what if it was like th- it was like a three player game but like it was only in a Warthog and the cabinet looked like a Warthog <laughs> and one person was a driver one person had like the the terminator style kind of gun in the passenger seat, and then one person was standing in the back with the with the gatling gun, just remote. Oh out yeah, F- facing
0: that... backwards. Ah, <laughs> yes, that, yes. That's what I was kind
1: of thinking of. Is like, what if they? Yeah, like what if? Or or like even I was thinking like, what if they had like like the screen and like you like it was just the big, the big uh, massive. Uh, a uh, Gatling gun on the back of the warthog, and like you just could look like and have them at uh, like where it shakes when you're shooting, because a lot of those games like I, I love like uh, Crisis Zone and stuff like that, where it's got the you know oh, the shaking. Yeah, the Crisis Zone. The Crisis Zone is like the the um comes after Time Crisis. It's the one where you get the submachine gun that that shakes oh. when you're shooting it.
0: You yes know that, what? Yeah, that deep.
2: Time Crisis, Crisis Zone lore.
0: So I gotta no, get your timelines, you
2: timelines right.
0: Because I've never got that game in our like area for arcades. Like yeah. I got the Time Crisis sequels and stuff, but like yeah. Crisis Zone, I've I've never seen it. So I'm just like, oh yeah. no, Time Crisis.
1: Yeah, no, it's it's basically it's Time Crisis, but with uh, with the submachine gun. So you you start off with an automatic gun right away. And stuff, and then your your guy is behind a shield, and so like you you know like you duck behind the shield uh, when you're reloading, and then pop up back above it. But, like, you're shooting, like, I don't know, like, they're in different places, but, but yeah, that, like, if they had, like, a big, mass of like, just one player, even, like, I was thinking, where he had the big, a big Gatling gun, and you're standing in front of a big screen, or, or, but like you said, too, like, something where you're riding, because, like, those are the cool ones now, like, where you're sitting inside of a vehicle, like, looking thing, and you've got the guns and stuff, and it, like, it's more immersive. They could do like, 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 a, like the Star Wars so style fun.
2: one where like the Podracer one where the cart actually moves and like they have to yeah. have like a safety harness on the person in the
0: back <laughs> so they don't fall <laughs> out. Uh, I can see Dan Central done as a DDR game and the Fable games done as like um, Dungeons and Dragons. The Capcom beat them up 4 player game. I can see that happening. Um,
2: well, they did that on, Ar- on Xbox Live Arcade already, right? Fable Heroes or whatever. I don't think so.
1: Side-scrolling game. Oh, is it? I, I guess I don't really know.
2: I, I don't, don't. Did they do one like I that? They did that. on Xbox Live Arcade. Fable Heroes, Fable. Uh,
1: Fable
0: Heroes, I think it was called.
1: Hmm. Hmm. Yeah, I, that would be actually pretty interesting. I, I've nah, never I even heard that of that. <laughs> I
0: know. <laughs> I know Project Gotham Racing would be like just a good, nice ah. arcade okay? Uh Yeah. And Forza, her, the Forza games or Horizon, that could be like a fun game. Um, what was that one connect game with the animals and stuff? Connect the most, yeah, that could probably be like a ticket game. Ha,
2: here it is. You know, are you ready for this? Are you ready for this? Fable yep. Heroes is a beat em up video game in the Fable series developed by Lionhead Studios and published by Microsoft for Xbox 360. It was an. Uh, it was announced at t- 2012 Xbox Spring Showcase released in May on May 2nd 2012 genre beat em up and it nice. got middling reviews so was it a 2D player? Yeah. Like, well mm-hmm. it was like 2.5D I guess you would call it. Where like they was like, able, like, able to move around. Yeah. I mean it looks
1: are they going? pretty bad. But or they could even like use Fable and do more of like a gauntlet like uh, type of game, like where you, uh, you know, like where you just go around like kind of that top view thing, and and uh, you know, do stuff, something yeah. like that, even too, because those always look like neat, you know, like the they usually do a really good job of like the worlds that you're walking or in or around in <clears throat> for game styles like that. That would be interesting. There's something else. Oh, yeah, that one game that I... The only game that I loved for uh, Connect for 360, that that game would be a really good game to have as an arcade. That game is so much fun. Like, seriously, I miss that. Like, I, there's been so many times where I thought about buying a Connect for my 360 again just so I could play that game because I do own it. I just I don't w- have a Connect for my 360 anymore.
0: I wonder what Microsoft... Um, actually, put Kinects in arcade cabinets for some of their games. Like, would that would that be smart of them to do? Um, they might I, as
1: well, since they're not using them.
0: <laughs> yeah, but it would be it would be really weird because like
2: you'd have people walking behind you. What if the sensor yeah. saw someone moving behind you? It would, it would be kind of like unless it was like some kind of weird isolated experiment. Like, I don't know. Yeah, I think though what they could do if they want to do more elaborate like. Disney World used to have this thing called Disney Quest and it was just like five levels of like these super intricate arcade games that like you know you you put on VR helmets and all these things and like they had a Pirates of the Caribbean one where like you all were on the ship and it kind of reminded me of what Sea of Thieves is trying to do where like one person was the captain one person would load up the cannons one person would like Navigate and and stuff, and it was like this really cool thing, and like it was like you put on like this VR headset, but like you were in this room, and everybody was kind of like, you know, manning manning stations on a ship and finding treasure and stuff. And it was a short experience, but it was it was still really cool, and like I could see them trying to do something more like elaborate like that, but that costs so much money to do. And
1: yeah, well, Well,
2: the HoloLens
0: in a sense true
1: well or or they could do like even with like speaking of sea of thieves they could do um i mean it's already kind of been done that's where i'm getting this idea from but the at the arcade that i was at today they had a pirate game um where it was you know like one of those where where it's kind of you're you're on a you know on a the pirate ship And then there's, uh, two gun things on it where you're shooting, like can shoot cannons and stuff like that. Uh And, and then like the boat goes through these different, you know, like, uh, you know, certain paths and whatever. And as you're going, there's different things you got to take out with your cannons and stuff like that as you're going through. So, you know, it's basically like, like any of those games, like the Terminator games or the, you know, the alien games. And you basically just, you know, there's a storyline that plays out and then you just got to shoot at the things as you're going, you know, and kind of do something like that. They could do something like that or even have like a something where one person can drive and actually have like a big pirate uh, steering wheel and stuff <laughs> like that. Drive,
2: <laughs> Frank! <Traffic.
1: laughs> yeah, that's, you know, that's something else they could do. Yeah, I think they. I think there's a lot of things you could, you know, if you sat down and think about, it, there's a lot of things, fun things they could do with, you know, the Microsoft stuff.
0: Yeah, and you know, Microsoft could always get like some third party to help them development, like Nintendo does. They have like Capcom or Bandai Namco, like I said, help develop stuff, so they could probably get into that market. Because I would love to see like some some of their products be become our arcade games, because. At this time, I think there's just too many driving and, like, big, bulky games. Like, I sometimes just want to be like, I want to play something like Street Fighter or I want to play something like Final Fight. And you don't really find that in arcades uh, nowadays. So, I think... Yeah. Oh, go ahead, Jesse.
1: Oh, I I was going to say, I was just thinking, you know, like, back on on, uh, speaking of Time Crisis and stuff... Like I, I think uh, if like if there was any game type, like out of all the systems that would be perfect for that style of of uh, arcade, uh, where you have the whole duck button, it would be it would be Gears of War, because like the whole point of Gears of War is ducking behind cover and stuff like that. So like it would play out a storyline, and you would you know like you duck behind cover just like in time crisis to re to reload your ammo and then mm-hmm. you know like take on the hordes and stuff like that i think that would be an awesome game like to play like in that style like heck i, I kind of would like to get a version of that for uh for xbox
0: <laughs> well you know I, i'm i'm good yeah because i was thinking of still using the cover base Kind of gameplay and kind of having like maybe four buttons in analog stick just like one yeah. analog stick and seeing how that would work or something I don't know it, it, it feels weird but I think the time crisis thing will work better for for gears because there's not like a cover based shooter for any arcade game. Yeah, you know.
1: yeah, that's really it. It's time crisis. I mean, like that's the whole idea. Is you're, you know, go behind cover because there's always that red guy that has that that you know that red target that comes on you, and if you don't duck, you'll get hit by it. You know, so like uh, like have that same kind of style. I think would work really well with a, a Gears of War uh, arcade.
0: Yeah, and I'm, and I know there are some first party games that we haven't mentioned that that. That, you know, time, uh, sweeper, that cat one, um, I don't know how the heck that would work, but, um, maybe they could do a beat em up featuring some weird story. Uh, Konami could somehow get involved and do an anime style kind of four player game for Microsoft. Like, they could do, like, I think Microsoft should get back, should get into the, uh, arcade business because nintendo I, I have to give it to them they are still rolling in the bucks mario kart gp stays pack i know you had like mario kart 2 or something at your uh yeah that was uh,
1: yeah, your... yeah i was yeah it was mario just mario kart yeah the arcade and i was kind of bummed because i played the computer and, and it's super hard because you're like you're like drift so easily in that game mm-hmm. And, like, I got first place, and it still makes you have to pay more to continue. I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and what what's what's that one game for Xbox, like, Hexic or Hexic? That one, uh, the game that's kind of like a, like where you got to match the colors and make them disappear. Uh-huh. Is it Hexic,
2: Helix? Hex- Hexic. Helix.
1: Yeah, or Hexic, yeah, Hexic HD or whatever it's called. The game that yeah, was like installed
2: I, on every Xbox 360 hard drive.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, they could they could do that. And uh, like I was playing Bubble Bubble Two today on arcade. They could do something like that in arcade like super easily, because you know that's that is like basically an arcade style game. You know those kind of games like the, all the games that people play on their phone, Candy Crush and all that. Mm-hmm. Those are like basically arcade games. You know. Like, I mean, that's the type of game that you would normally play in, like, a arcade. You know, like I said, like, Bubble Bubble and stuff like that. But.
0: Yeah. So. Well, everybody, um, that is our Arsenal X. Uh, discussion. <laughs> I cannot our Arsenal Exchange having a brain fart right here. Uh, it's done too many podcasts this week, <laughs> and still have more to do. Uh, but uh, we want to hear what you guys think. Uh, what would be your arcade game from Microsoft? And like, how would you design it? What would you like to see a play from it? You can email the show at arsenalxpodcast@gmail.com at Gmail uh, I know we. Should, I just seen our mascot just pass through. <laughs> I don't, know if yeah, he made, he... I don't know if he <laughs> made a spot, but he's too late. But uh, that's our Arsenal X mascot. Um, but, yeah, we would like to hear what you guys think. Also, if you guys have questions um, that you would uh, like us to answer and everything, email us at arsenalxpodcast@gmail.com. at gmail.com. Um, and if your question is good, we might do it on the expansion pass. Um, I still have this Hot Wheels Forza Motorsport. Collection, so you guys still have a chance to win it. Just email us at Arsenal X Arsenal X podcast um, contest and send in your question. And if it gets chosen for expansion pass, uh, you'll win that item. So uh, go ahead, send us some questions, show us some love. Um, You guys can subscribe to us on YouTube at Nurse Gone Rogue. On YouTube, and check more of our content out at com. Corey, um, go ahead and plug. Where can we find you?
2: Uh, you can find me at Corey and HD on Instagram and Twitter and uh, various other shows on NGR Radio. Uh, I do have a couple things going up on the website soon, uh, mostly Nintendo related, but uh, either way, you can go, you can check it out there. Uh,
0: yeah. Yeah. Oh, and also guys, you can uh find us on uh, Facebook at Arsenal X Podcast. Um over there. Come join our Facebook page and talk have some conversations. We also have the Arsenal S community on Xbox. Um I have to get this all together. So next next episode, Art My Plus will be better. <laughs> it's <laughs> but, late, guys. It's
2: it's it, it is it's, yeah,
0: it's been it's been busy. Sorry. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh Where can we find you, Jesse?
1: You can find me on uh, Twitter at sub underscore humanist.
0: Yay! You guys can find me On Twitter at code And check my podcast, Optional Opinion And other stuff at Nerds Radio, Optional Opinion you can find on SoundCloud iTunes, Google Play, and other podcast apps um, Once again Thank you guys for checking out Arsenal X. Uh, I don't know if this was a long Show, i am to make it short Because <laughs> we're tired We've been very busy today <laughs> uh, Before this recording So as always, we're about to throw out the X One more time Yes, because we are exiting out of here on our Snow X podcast. Bye, everybody. Bye.